0: Activist Radio is on the air. You've tuned in to the Mark Harrington Show. Sponsored by Created Equal. Time is running out for our nation. I beg of you. You need to stand against the evil that's plaguing our nation. If You don't like abortion, don't have one. The only thing that can be said to be objective truth is that there is no objective truth. Like you kill a baby it's the same thing as killing any old inanimate object. I would argue that we certainly we are not all created equal. Mark is training a new generation of leaders. To take on the culture of death and win. You, 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 you young people, it's your movement now. It's not your parents anymore. The blood that is shed cries out to God from the ground for justice. And now, here's Mark. Mark. The Bible says in Proverbs 24, verse 11, Rescue those being led away to death. Hold back those staggering towards slaughter. And if you say, but we knew nothing about this, does not he who weighs the heart perceive it? Does not he who guards your life know it? Will he not repay everyone according to To what they have done. You're listening to your radio activist here on the Mark Harrington Show. And folks, you can find out more about our radio program by going to MarkHarrington.org. We're also broadcast over the air on AM 880 WRFD. And soon we're going to be adding another over the air radio station in Cincinnati at WCVX. That's 1160 AM. Starting on September 19th. You can also pick us up on our podcasts on uh, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and other social media platforms. So we're going to be talking about rescuing babies today on the Mark Harrington Show. That's what we do here at Created Equal as best we can. And we're going to be specifically talking about the five steps that you can take to rescue children kind of an activist guide to saving lives. And so what we're gonna be talking about is what we call in the pro-life movement, sidewalk counseling, sidewalk counseling. And in order to talk about the day, I've brought my colleague on the air with me, Lexi Hall, who's a one of our uh, external affairs uh, staff persons here at Created Equal, who has done a lot of sidewalk counseling over the years, and I uh, wanted to bring her on the air just to kind of go over these five steps of sidewalk counseling. Now, let me just say this. If you're not a pro-life activist, you need to listen anyway. Because these, these things can be applied across the board uh, when it comes to just uh, doing activism generally. But I will exhort you up front that this is something anybody can do Anywhere in the United States of America, because every major city, for the most part, has an abortion center in it. And that means that you can go out and actually save lives. There's no excuse for Christians to sit back and not be involved in saving lives from abortion. So we're hoping that this will encourage you to get out on the streets in front of the abortion center, saving lives. So Lexi, thanks for being on the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: So let's do this. Uh, What is sidewalk counseling? People don't know what that is, what is it?
1: Sidewalk counseling is when you go out to an abortion facility, um, you bring your literature um, and you talk to those going inside the abortion facility, um, give them resources and help that they need um, to, change their minds and not go through with the abortion.
0: So you go out on the sidewalk in front of the facilities, right? That's what sidewalk counseling is. So we're counseling the men and women, the parents that go inside the abortion centers every single day in America, they do this. I mean, babies are dying folks. And we go out to the centers because that's where the children are dying and we're called to rescue them. So we're going to talk about what it looks like to sidewalk council. And, folks, what what I want you to do is we have, you know, obviously our website at createdequal.org. We have an entire entire section uh, of several web pages dedicated to this sidewalk counseling. And you can go on there and read it for yourself on how you can get involved. So if you go to createdequal.org, you can drop down the menu under projects and you'll see the sidewalk counseling tab there. You can click on it and read up on it. But we're going to be going over some of this here on the program uh, when it relates to uh, sidewalk counseling and the five steps that you can take to rescue children. So let's start with step step number one, Lexi, and that is getting started. What what does someone do to get started? Someone that's never been involved in pro-life activism, never been to a sidewalk in front of an abortion center. What do they do? Where do they start?
1: Well, first they need to research where their local bo- abortion facility is, um, and once okay. they do that, they can research where they can sign. So they just um, Google it, basically,
0: and, say abortion yeah. clinic, you know, Columbus, Ohio, for example. Okay,
1: mm-hmm. and then from there they can look up their local crisis pregnancy centers. Where is the closest crisis pregnancy center to them. Mm -hmm. Um, And then from there, they can start seeing who else would want to go out and sidewalk counseling. We always encourage somebody to have a buddy with them while they sidewalk counsel. So they're not out there alone um, for safety reasons and for other reasons. Um, And then also get literature, get signs. If you can, we have those on our store as well, create equal.org and also know the basics, know what to tell these women. Um, before you go out there so you're not just stunned um, and not knowing what to All say. All
0: right. So let's unpack these a little bit. Doing the research is easy. Just go to Google. You'll find out where the location is. Uh, you, it, it should go without saying, but this is legal. <laughs> you know, We have the First Amendment, at least for now, <laughs> to go out and you know share whatever we believe here in America. And, and the public sidewalks are open for uh, that kind of expressive activity. So You don't have to worry about whether you can do it or not. Uh, There's always going to be space near the streets because they call it a public easement. Even if there's not a sidewalk there, you usually have somewhere between 10, 15 feet on any public street in any city in America to stand because that's considered public property or city property. So you can do it. so the first thing then is to, to find out where it is, get the materials, which we have and we can provide to you if you go to the store and then get a buddy. Why is it important to have somebody with you?
1: Well, we can experience some um, people who really dislike what we're doing um, and right. may try to physically um, assault you or whatever it may be. Uh, but it's also important to have a buddy to have somebody um, to also be there talking to women. Most of the time there are multiple people going in at the same time. So it's great to be able to cover more ground and to talk to more people.
0: Agreed, so we need a buddy system, we've got science literature, and then know the basics. And and here, you don't have to be a pro-life apologist like us who've done this for decades. All you need to know is some basics, uh, understanding of abortion procedures, fetal development, And you learn as you go. I mean, I would prefer people going out with little knowledge than waiting until they get to be an expert. Uh, Anybody can do this. All right. So that's getting started. Now, what about initiating conversations? Once you're there, you have all the materials you need, you're prepared, you're ready to go. What do you do when you get there?
1: So, our site goes over this. A, it has the do's and don'ts whenever you're initiating a conversation. Um, so, you don't want to be passive. You don't want to just allow people to go inside and um, not um, try to interact with them, not try to have a conversation with them. Um, but you want to be calm. You want to be assertive and um, say what you want. You want them to come talk to you. You want them to go to the crisis pregnancy center.
0: So, let's um, stop right there. When you say you don't want to be passive, you know, some people will say, "Well, what do you mean? Am I supposed to yell at people? Am I supposed to, you know, what? When you see Pat, obviously we don't go on the property. I, it, it, it would be trespassing. Although, honestly, beyond between you and I, we really shouldn't recognize the borders of an abortion mill. But if you don't want to get arrested, you don't go on the si- uh, Go on the site. That's for sure. You stay off the property. But we want to be, in other words, we we don't want to be passive in that. We don't want to just be, oh, don't go in. No. No, no, we're talking about someone going in to kill their baby. And that's urgent. It's an urgent thing that we need to respond to. So when you talk about being uh, not being passive, give me an example. Someone's walking in. What would you say to them?
1: Yeah. So whenever you see somebody like, I no. what would you say?
0: Just say, okay. So
1: I would say, I would introduce myself, say, hi, my name is Lexi. Um, I'm out here to help you today. You do Mm -hmm. not have to go through this abortion. There is help for you across the street at the crisis pregnancy center. Um, Abortion will kill your baby. You don't have to do that. It's not too late. You'll regret this abortion for the rest of your life. At 16 days, there's a heartbeat. I would go into the fetal development if I have time. And you're trying um, to get her
0: to come over to you yes. on the side, you're trying to get her away from the abortion center. Obviously, we're projecting our voice because most of the women go in. They just do. But we're trying to get the women and the men, the, the fathers, to come over to us, too. So if we can get them to come over to us, then we can have a real conversation. But you have a very short time. Sometimes it's 30 seconds, might be 45 seconds, very short time to get a lot of information out. So what else would you say?
1: I would say, um, let me give you this information, have this conversation with me. Uh, Abortion is permanent. You'll never be able to take it back. At least hear us out. At least go to the crisis pregnancy center. See your baby in an ultrasound. Um, Give your baby her first baby picture. Don't do this.
0: Um, and keep reminding them that there are alternatives that they don't need to do this. They're going to regret it. Yes. Uh, now, some women more than likely are going in not for an abortion. How do you how do you know or do you know how do you treat the women as they go in? Do you assume they're all abortion minded or no?
1: Yes, we always assume that every woman going inside an abortion facility is abortion minded um, because. What what's the consequence yeah, of not doing that? What's the harm? What's the harm? That, right. Yes, exactly. So we always treat them as if they were. There are some signs knowing if somebody's going in for a um, surgical abortion. By the way, they dress um, in sweatpants and like pajama pants, whatever. Bring a bag, a blanket, um, mm-hmm. but. Even if they're not showing those signs, we still treat them as if they were going.
0: Right. They may be going in for their first appointment, which in some states require a 24 hour wait period and a a consultation with the abortion killer. Uh, What about escorts? You know, we hear about these people who are pro-abortion, who are out there assisting the women to kill their child. They're out on the sidewalk. How do you deal with them? And what do they do? I mean, what do these people often do to try to keep you from reaching them? And how do you, how do you interact with that?
1: Yeah. So the escorts jobs are to prevent sidewalk counselors from talking to the men and women going in to have an abortion. They want to silence us. They want to silence the help that we're offering them um, and the facts that we're giving them. So
0: how do you, how do you handle that when you've got these people trying to interfere with your communications with them, with the, with the women going in?
1: Yeah. So we, First off, we use it to our advantage. Say, these people are trying to silence the truth. Why Mm -hmm. would you think they would not want you to hear this information? Why are they trying to rush you into this abortion center? Center? Why
0: why won't they let you come over and speak to us? Uh, You know, this is all about them. This isn't about choice. Mm -hmm. It's not about choice, is it?
1: No, it's not at all.
0: No, it's about them having an abortion that day. Okay, so we've talked about getting started, initiating conversations with the men and women inside or who are going inside the abortion center. Uh, And now let's go to the third one here. Talking with the mothers themselves. Before you go, obviously the first thing you should do is pray. Uh, But uh, talking to them, how, how do you go about doing that?
1: So you have to first understand what the women are thinking when they're going into the abortion facility. They're thinking of themselves first and foremost. You need to treat them as if they were being selfish and thinking of themselves first and foremost. They wouldn't Uh,
0: be there if they were thinking about their baby.
1: For sure. So keeping that in mind, keeping in mind that maybe the second thing they're thinking about is their baby. Third, if at all, they're thinking about God and what he has to say about this. Mm -hmm. So using those um, things to... um, decide what you're going to say to these women. We have some key topics to talk about. Just like I said before, what I say to women as they exit their car and are walking into the abortion facility. Those are great things to say, but also covering other things. Kind of like soundbites.
0: I mean, you ought ought to have memorized soundbites. Why? Because you only have such a You have such a short period of time. And what are those again? Just kind of go over those again. What would you say to them as they get out of their car?
1: First, introduce yourself. Second, let them know where the crisis pregnancy center is. Um, Tell them that the harm that abortion is going to do to them. Describe what abortion um, is doing to their child. Um, So if they're going for a surgical abortion, just start describing what a surgical abortion does to their child. Um, So you could say... um, this abortion is going to hurt you for the rest of your life. You're going to have to live with this. Uh, after having an abortion, a woman is six times more likely to commit suicide. Uh, your child will be decapitated, disemboweled, and dismembered through this abortion. Do not do this. There's help for you. Like things like that.
0: All right, folks. So you're listening to your radio activists here on The Mark Harrington Show. You can find out more at markharrington.org or go to our website at createdequal at createdequal.org. And if you're listening to the sound of my voice or you're watching this on our social media platforms, listen, there are a lot of people out there that hate abortion. And there are a lot of Christians that think it's wrong. They, they, they're concerned about it, but they don't know what to do. They've never been given something. And they don't realize that these abortion centers exist, really, in their own cities because they say, you know, women's health or something, complete health care for women or Planned parent or something like that. They don't have any idea. Well, I'm telling you, there's an abortion center that you could go to right away and do what we're uh, showing you to do today. And we will assist you if necessary, providing you the materials and the training and so forth and coach you along the way. But the bottom line is this you need to do it. You just need to go out and rescue the babies. We don't need to be all, you know, learned up. We don't need to spend hours and hours, you know, investigating the best way to do this. Just go out and let the Holy Spirit. Uh, lead you, uh, so Lexi, I, I you know I have to bring this up, even though I think it's rare, but I think a lot of folks, Christian and non-Christians, have stereotypes about people out front of abortion centers, and there are people out there that do not behave uh, in a Christ-like way. We've seen that recently. In fact, uh, it's very disturbing, honestly, when you see it, because I think it's counterproductive. But I think that's the, an outlier. I don't believe that most Christians that go out behave the way that they're stereotyped in the media and so forth. Uh, but what are some of the wrong things to say to a woman going inside or the wrong things to do uh, for someone going inside?
1: Well, there are two extremes. One, which I've heard, is follow your heart um, Jesus loves you. And they mention nothing about don't go through with this abortion. That's a wrong thing to do as well. Cause that's Although not true. Them. Jesus loves them, yes. but that's
0: not the time to tell them that right now. It's, yes, It's an urgent thing that we're trying to save the baby. Yeah. That makes sense.
1: Yes. And then the opposite ish- extreme is not offering them help or care, but rather mm-hmm. just saying, um, you're a murderer. Um,
0: Going Re- to hell. Yeah, repent,
1: repent, repent, repent rep- but not sharing the gospel, which we do encourage to share the gospel right. while sidewalk counseling, but you need to share the full gospel, share the grace and forgiveness that is there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah. yeah, there are two extremes you can take while sidewalk counseling. So finding something in the middle, um, sharing the truth and love is right. what we're aiming for. Right,
0: and we do use abortion victim photography. And I'll, you know, I believe that's important to do. Others people disagree, that's fine. But I believe that women need to see what they're about to do. They also need to see pre- prenatal development uh, of their, uh, the baby that they're about ready to kill. Because you got to remember, 9 out of 10, even higher than that, 9 out of 10 women are going to go right inside there and have an abortion. Uh, maybe 1 out of 10, maybe over, we'll come over and speak to you. But for those 9 that you can't reach and won't come to you, they need to see what they're about to do because the pictures communicate something very quickly that you can't communicate rhetorically alone. So that's why we do use abortion victim photography and prenatal development video and photography outside of abortion centers. And I exhort people to do that. We have those resources. If you want to go to created equals store, you can uh, pick up any of our signs. We have signs we reg- get regarding uh, surgical abortion. And we also have, are signs regarding the pill abortions. Uh, those are becoming, obviously, more often. People are choosing, women are choosing a pill abortion over a surgical abortion. Uh, the counseling is the same. Basically, you're still reaching them the same way. All right, so we've got, uh, so far, we've talked about getting started in sidewalk counseling, initiating uh, conversations with uh, the parents that go inside, talking to the mothers, Now let's talk to talk about the issue of talking or speaking to others. Abortion centers are put in; they're in major metropolitan areas, so you got a lot of people coming and going. You got escorts, you got the fathers, you got the clinic workers. Uh, What about all them? How do you handle them?
1: So for fathers and other family members that have taken their loved ones to or supposed loved ones to the abortion facility, um, we want to talk to them and ask them, urge them to go back inside and rescue the out. girl. So yeah. yeah, you're not just trying to convince them that abortion's wrong all the time or anything like that. No, what it's an urgent thing. Go in there, rescue her. You know this is wrong. You know this is going to kill your son, your daughter, your niece, your nephew. Mm-hmm. Um, don't let them do this. So
0: let me speak to that. It, can you sidewalk counsel if you're a man?
1: Yes, you can. Why? <laughs> because it's it's an everybody's um, issue to protect those who are being slaughtered. So
0: So, I mean, it might be more helpful. Let let me just say this, and I don't want to get into the weeds here, but if you do have sidewalk counselors who are female, generally they're the ones that we would put out there in front, but that doesn't stop anybody from going out there because there's a lot of times that there's no one at this facility and women and men are going inside and no one's counseling them. So I'd rather have someone there, whether they're male or female, than no one. Uh, The other thing is the men can speak to the men. And that's what I often do. When I'm at an abortion center, we're with, you know, both males and females. We let the females do most of the speaking to the women going inside. But I will direct my uh, my conversations at the men because I think men need to hear from men. And I will say to them, don't let her go in there and kill your baby. You're a man. Act like a man, you know. Men defend women and children. They don't take them to kill their children. And a lot of times it works because I think men inherently are or should be uh, protectors. That's who we are. And so men can speak to men, but uh, it doesn't matter whether you're female, male or female, you can sidewalk counsel. What about the passers by? You get a lot of people walking by um, and, and so forth. How do you, how do you handle them?
1: So we let them know that what we are standing in front of is an abortion facility if they don't know. Some people don't know. That's why the signs
0: are also helpful too. Yes, yes.
1: So that starts a conversation. Ask them what they think about abortion. Try to talk to them about that um, and try to convince them that abortion is always wrong. Um, And to actually come out and do something about it. Come stand with us. If you're walking around here, you can come stand with us out here as well.
0: Right, my good friend, David B. Wright, from uh, formerly from 40 Days for Life, used to say the more chaos, the better. In my view, that's good. I mean, the more protesting, the more chaos in the sense that if a woman were to drive by or go to thinking she's going into the abortion center, she sees a bunch of protesters out there that alone could deter her from going inside. So protesters are good. Uh, That alerts the neighborhood as to what's going on there. Uh, It can also help in recruiting others to come out. Because people come out and say, hey, I didn't know this was here. What can I do to help? All right. So finally, let's talk about sharing hope. Because unfortunately, we see the women go inside and most go through with the abortion. Uh, And so you may have them come out afterwards. How do we address them after the abortion? Because that's, that's equally important, right? In many cases, they're not going to choose life for their child. And so they're going to have to deal with the consequences of the abortion for the rest of their life. So what would you say to them?
1: I would share the hope and forgiveness that there is in Christ. Also in our literature, we have Um, the gospel presented um, for them to read later, because if they've had a surgical abortion, usually they're sedated. They can't really understand what you're saying. Um, But for those who are driving them and for those who've taken the pill abortion or thereafter, they've had their abortion, um, sharing the gospel with them, saying that there is forgiveness in Jesus Christ, that you must turn to him, that um, sharing the other help resources that are for post-abortive women, mm-hmm. um, the different groups that there are, we have those resources as well in our literature for them to go look up as well. And also offering, you can contact us at any time, we wanna help you, talk to you even after your abortion.
0: Excellent. So I look at it this way, you got the urgent and the, you have the important. The urgent thing is to save that baby, to save the life of that baby, doing everything you can legally to do so. Uh, pleading with the mothers to not kill their children, pleading with the fathers to protect them. We do all we can because it's an urgent situation. There hopefully will be time to deal with the important thing. And the important thing is their soul. And the important thing is salvation. Whether they kill their baby or not, they need Jesus Christ. Uh, Clearly, after killing their child, uh, they're a murderer now. I mean, that is a different level of... uh, of sin that needs to be reckoned with, but it's not the unforgivable sin and they can be uh, reconciled to Jesus Christ uh, through the gospel. And so we are huge on that. If we get time, we have the opportunity to talk to men and women who have gone through with the abortion, we will share the gospel with them and provide resources for post-abortion healing ministries. So, Lexi, thanks for being on the program. Keep up the good work.
1: Thank you so much.
0: And we'll see you next time. God bless you. God bless America. And remember America to bless God. You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to become a witness against the evil evil plague in America, Call Created Equal at 614-269-7808. That's 614-269-7808. Or go online to createdequal.net. createdequal.net. Be sure to tune to the Mark Harrington Show next time for your marching orders in the culture war.